Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Cambridge Islamic College podcast. It has been narrated in Sahih Muslim that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa said, Whenever some people gather in one of Allah's houses to recite the book of Allah and study it among themselves, then calmness, tranquility descends upon them. The angels surround them, mercy covers them, and Allah mentions them to those who are with him. Some of the most recited verses of the Holy Quran are from the last chapter. These verses are some of the first to be taught to children and new Muslims as well as recited regularly in congregation. So what better way for us to launch Cambridge Islamic College's podcast channel than with Sheikh Muhammad Akram Nadwis' tafsir of Juz Amma. It is often said that tafsir requires knowledge and understanding of all of the Islamic sciences and not just knowledge of the Arabic language. Sheikh expertly deciphers the intricacies of these surahs and in his unique and intimate manner makes them relatable. So without further ado, let's begin this journey. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to make this order in the whole universe, the skies are broken and the, and the earth is, is commanded to do something, what will happen? What Allah is going to do? Simple thing. He will just command the sky to, to be broken or to become gates and doors and it will do. Nothing else. There are no engineers, no forces, no hammers, nothing like that. Nothing will be there. It is just command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the sky has no choice but to listen to and broken. Allah said to, to sky to be, it is like that. As he wanted. He will command her to become a piece and a piece to become a piece. Just command will come, it will do. There is no disobedience. And that really for other purpose anyway, but first understand how the verse is working. When the sky will split in pieces. Adena ya adano means, you know, adena is from udun. Udun means the ear. So when somebody talking with you and you put your ear properly to listen, because sometimes, you know, people are far, uh, and sometimes somebody wants to say very important thing and you think if you miss it, then you can't get it and it's a very important message. Then you want to listen properly and full attention and your ear is there, that adena is. Meaning is that all the universe, including the heaven and the earth, every single time for their Lord, they are, they are so attentive, they don't want to miss his command. Every single, all that basically, if you want to make 24 hours, basically you can say, since the time when the earth and the heaven have been created, they have put their ear to the command of their Lord. Whatever he commands, they do it. Uh, so there is already their ear. So as soon as he just says, be split, they don't want to ask Allah, oh, repeat, I didn't hear. Nothing like that. Uh, sky and the heaven, they don't ask the Lord to repeat. Because from very beginning, they have been full attention to him. This is actually what believers should be doing. You know, if the sky and the earth, their air is so much to their Lord. He said once, they don't repeat nothing and they do exactly what he asked. And he commands us not to, not to die. He doesn't say to us, you know, uh, uh, you know make your, your body in pieces. Does he ask like that? Nothing. He commands us, wake up for the Fajr prayer. Listen to me in this matter. And all the commands that he commands us, is in our interest. But still we don't listen. We ask the message, can you repeat it? When the preachers come, one time, second time, third time, fourth time, then we say, you know, it does not make sense. Then they again explain to you how bad it is for, for, for human being. The sky and the heaven, the earth, in you know, all these things, they so attend to you. Allah commands and then do it. It happens without any hesitation, no delay, no repeating. They never ask, do it again, say it again, nothing. 
because their ear is just to command the Lord. They have been created with this Quran, it's in another verse, that when we say to heaven, earth, i'itiya, taw'an aw karha, come to me, listen to my command, willingly or unwillingly. But you have to listen. Qalata atayna ta'i'in. Both heaven and earth said to the Lord, no, we are coming to you willingly. This is the you know, best thing that we can do. What you command, that we love that, we will that. You know, somebody asked one of the pious person who was suffering, why don't you pray, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remove your suffering? To what he said very nicely, he said, Ahabbu ilayya, ahabbu ilallah. What is more beloved to my Lord, that is beloved to me. If he is happy with my condition, I am happy with that. I don't have any will. I don't have any, anything to make me happy. If he is happy, I am happy, whatever condition. You know, that in one of Urdu poets very, very nicely, Aydil tamam nafahe saudai ishq mein. Aydil tamam nafahe saudai ishq mein. Ek jaan ka ziyan hai, so aysa ziyan hai. Oh heart, you know, in the, in the business of, in, of the love, you know, when you make the business of the love, it all profits, all gains. You don't lose anything. Oh heart, in the business of the love, it is just gains and gains. Always you pro- make profits. You don't make, lose anything. Ek jaan ka ziyan hai, so aysa ziyan hai. This is only one loss. You lose your life. But that's not a big thing. Losing the life is not a big thing. So how nice it is. He said, Aydil tamam nafahe saudai ishq mein ek jaan ka ziyan hai so aysa ziyan hai. Oh heart, in the business of the, of the love, it all profits. All, you know, just you gain. You only lose your, your life. But that's not a big thing. This actually, this, this how, how big. You know, the, Allah commands the, the, the sky to spill it, to become the pieces. They do it. Because if he commands, that what? What is more beloved to my Lord than beloved to me? So Allah commands them and they listen. And Allah said they listen and that is appropriate to them. They must do this. You know, if they don't do it, they are going to harm themselves. They must do this. Haqqa means in Arabic language when you do things with the right thing, that what right you should be anyway. Allah said we command them to be pieces. And they listen to me, and they must listen. That is right thing for, for right thing to do. Do they have no other choice? They have no other way. than not two way. That actually right thing for the believers really. That you know whatever our Lord commands, that is best for us really. Whatever pleases Him, that best for us. That always think really. Whatever He commands, He never commands to harm us. He never commands us to make suffering for us. Whatever He commands us in that condition, that is the best thing for us. Always think like that. Just listen to him. Don't look about your, you know, your interest. Your interest in listening to him. Listen to him, that's your interest. That's guarantee. Just do what he commands. That's his, his creation. Whatever he creates, that's best for us. So similarly, whatever he commands, that's best for us. So Allah SWT, very nicely, this really, whenever I read this verse, really I see how amazing this is. In the sky, Allah is commanded the sky to be broken. You know, it's not easy really. It's broken, the sky is gone. You know, the sky now is proud of having the sun and the moon and the star and all, you know, there are millions of, you know, uh, universe there basically, you can say. Far, far bigger than this earth, millions of. And then you just command the sky to lose everything. It's like basically, if Allah SWT commands me, you know, to, to give my, my house in the path of Allah, I'm going to do it. We'll make interpretation. We'll say, no, it is not like, I remember one story. In India, in Patna, one of the, uh, of the city in, in Bihar, a Hindu became Muslim. And, you know, very often the suffering happens. 
So he was from good family, but his family deprived him of everything and asked him to leave house and all those things. He became on the street. And there was a good Muslim businessman, but he was not in Tablighi Jamaat or Jamaat Islami, in any religious group. He just like a simple Muslim. He saw in the dream, he had two houses. He saw in the dream that the Prophet commanded him that give one of your house to this new, new Muslim. In the morning, he comes to that person and he gives one house to that other person. My teacher, Imam Shah, he narrated to me the story. He said to me, at that, he was there. He said, at that time in Patna, there were people of Tablighi Jamaat, Jamaat Islami, and so many pious groups. And the Prophet never came into dream of anybody else. He came to the dream of this simple person. He did. And he said, and imagine if the Prophet has asked any Tablighi people, Jamaat Islami people, give your house to this person. Have they given? No. We never would have given. We don't want to give. We only mention the Prophet's name if he, come, if he comes in our dream and he prays us. Then we say, see, I saw the Prophet he was so happy with me. But if the Prophet comes in dream and he tells us that, you know, give your life for the sake of Islam, then we don't listen. We don't mention to anybody. A Quran is there anyway. That's how we do. I, I know right now there are so many ulama repeating it. Somebody has seen the dream that, you know, I was such a so shining cloth and this, and now dreams are repeated everywhere. I think really, if anybody sees dream that Allah has commanded you that you sacrifice or your worth of property for the believers, nobody will mention that, that dream. This is actually how we have become. Allah SWT, this is really amazing that how Quran says, The sky listens and asks, it's air. You know, and it does not have air, but you see how Allah SWT makes it. It is so nice the listening. And it is appropriate for them. And when the earth will be stretched, what stretching means, they pulled like that, basically meaning it, that there's so many things, people are people dying, they're buried in, in the earth. There's so much, much treasures in the earth. It is carrying like, like, you know, like a pregnant you know, female, they're, you know, they're having the, and once they deliver, they become empty. So the earth basically carrying all those burdens. And the time will come when Allah SWT command, and then it will throw out every single thing. All the dead people from Adam until the last person who have been buried inside, they just will come out from the womb of the earth. مُدَّتْ When the earth will be stretched, pulled like that by Allah SWT, and then everything will come out. وَأَلْقَتْ مَا فِيهَا وَتَخَلَّتْ And the earth will throw whatever inside it, it will throw out. وَتَخَلَّتْ And it will become empty. Everything is gone. All the treasures of the earth, all the people buried in the earth, they have everything gone. Does Allah SWT need a big you know, group of the angels and, and for people to, to dig the grave? When we people dig grave, then the whole family, basically, you can see, I have seen in India, when somebody died in the family, then all the people go and dig the grave, and strong people, and they make effort to dig grave. That's what happens. You know, this big arrangement that from Adam until the last person, millions and billions of people have been buried, and to take them out, what Allah needs? Needs a big army to take every, dig out everybody? One command, he commands the earth, and it will just, you know, throw it out. Everybody will be out, out from the earth. And it is not a big, Allah SWT is not going to repeat our command and order. Nothing, and to convince the earth that, you know, it is in your interest. No convincing, no revelation, nothing like that. Just one thing. Allah said and does. And the Quran says, Earth also has its ear to the command of Allah. Listening to it. And it must do. It is, it is appropriate for her. The earth must obey their Lord. It must obey its Lord. You know, this really think that where we are now, that you know, the earth and the sky, everything they listen, they obey their Lord so willingly. 
and you know, they are not going to reward anything. We people are going to reward it for listening, but still don't listen. Then the Quran says after making this thing, Ya ayyuhal insanu, innaka kadihun ila rabbika kadahan famulaqi. O insan, O mankind, you are working, you are suffering a lot. You are basically striving, you know, striving very hard to your Lord. Famulaqi hai, and you are going to, then you are going to meet him. Basically, what is happening is like you can see. So, people, since people are born every single day, whether they will or they don't will, they are moving. You know, they are moving. You know, they are being forced to the death every single day. Whatever people, whatever people do, whether you happy, not happy, sleeping. But what is certain actually is you are moving. You could be sitting, I am sitting here, but in that direction we are moving. That, that movement everybody is doing. Whatever you do, you are happy, you are on the throne, you are the king, you are the poor person, you are sleeping, you are enjoying, you are suffering, you are laughing, you are smiling, you are dancing, whatever you do. But this journey never ends. This all the time continues. This never ends. People basically are forced, being forced to go there. You know, somebody came to this one of this pious person house, and there's nothing in the, inside the house. So he said to him, Are you traveling? Nothing, all your, nothing is there. He said, Traveling? I'm not been traveling. I'm being pushed to leave this place. You know, we are being pushed. You know, think really, if somebody comes and pushes you from your house, you'll be so angry. But really, we are being pushed. Every single moment, we are pushed to the grave. You know, you basically every single, you know, you wait, you wait for your friend to come after, you know, he's coming after 10, 20 days, you want to meet him. Do so you think how 10, 20 days, so, so long he comes? But you don't understand really that how quickly they, you are moving to, to your death. These 10, 20 days are going to make you nearer to, to your death. So Allah SWT is saying that, oh mankind, you don't listen to your Lord. The heaven, the earth, the descent, and you don't know that you are coming to him. Whatever you do, you come here. And the Quran, how Nazir Quran Tell them the death from which they are running away, it is facing you. Meaning is there is a danger, I think if I there, I will die. I run away from there. So it is not the death is coming from the back, death will come from the face. Wherever you turn, your death is from coming from that direction. Death does not come from the from the back, it's coming from the face. You can't you can't miss the death. You cannot run away, you cannot escape. You run away from everywhere, but you cannot escape the death. And it reminds the story of Sulaiman al-Islam, that once Sulaiman al-Islam was sitting with his friends, and an angel came to see him for some reason, and he was staring at one of his friends of Sulaiman al-Islam. When the angel <coughs> went, then this friend of Sulaiman al-Islam said to him that, you know, that, you know he was staring at me, the angel of the death, I became scared that, you know, of the death. So can you, because you can make people fly, can you make me fly to India in a big distance so I can be safe? And Sulaiman al-Islam commanded the air and he, this man was in India. As soon as he arrived, <coughs> the angel of death also arrived at the same time and he took his soul. He, this person died. Next time when Sulaiman al-Islam met the angel of death, Sulaiman al-Islam asked him, why you died that day? You were staring at my, my, my friend. He was so, so, so worried that he asked me to, to make him to fly to India. What happened to him? So he said, no, the reason was because Allah commanded me to take his soul from India, in India. And I saw him next to you, so I was thinking, I'm going to India to shake his soul, and he's here. But when I arrived there, he was there. I took his soul. You can't run away from the death. 
It is coming from your face. It's coming from the direction that you are running to. It's coming from there. It's not coming from the bike. Which direction you go, it is coming from there. To call in the mouth, Alladhi tafiruna minho, fa innahu. You know, mulaqat, mulaqat means meeting face by face. The Quran said, you know, the death from which you are running away, you are meeting with your face, not with your back, face. Oh, mankind, whatever you do, don't listen to your Lord, don't obey Him, don't believe in the day of judgment. But one thing you cannot deny is that you are running to your Lord. You don't want to believe in Him, you don't want to obey Him, you don't want to listen to Him. But it, what you cannot escape actually is the death. You are going to come to Him. And when you come to Him, then it is too late. Then Quran says, man kitabahu biyaminihi fasawfa yuhasabu hisaban yasira." When people come to the Lord, as for those people who have been given their book in the right hand. You can see in the previous surah, Quran has mentioned, One thing has been mentioned, but how they will be given, now this surah has explained. That book, that record which is in the Iliyin, when you come in the day of judgment, then angels will take the, your record. They know everything, every single file, every single record is marked properly. So when you are there and just take no time to take it out, they know exactly where your book is put. They took it out and they bring it nicely done. You know, like in our time, whatever book you print, you know, still people love it. But in the book which is in the in our pious people, nicely marked, you know, some nice, you can say, better than any print, it had good smell, nice colors. You see the book, you love the book. Then you ask people, oh, read my book, see my book. So Quran said that you know, when the people arrive there, they the two groups will be there. As far as those people who have given their book in the right hand, their reckoning will be very easy. Very easy. Allah SWT makes everything very easy. You know, there are hadiths of the Prophet I just mentioned here, things make easier. Aisha Allah she narrates that Allah the Messenger said, anybody who will have hisab in the day of judgment, reckoning in the day of judgment, questioning in the day of judgment, he will be punished. فَقُلْتُ أَلَيْسَ اللَّهُ يَقُولُ فَسَوْفَ يُحَاسَبُ حِسَابًا يَسِيرًا I said to the Prophet then Allah says that even the believers, you know, they will have hisab, there is no punishment. قَالَ لَيْسَ ذَلِكَ الْحِسَابَ إِنَّمَا ذَلِكَ الْعَرْضُ وَعَيْشَ That's not hisab, they're only offering. They'll be offered to the Lord, passed by him. This also tells you that the companions, when they receive the Quran, they used to understand, think properly. It is not that they just listen to the Quranic verse and without understanding, they, they just do. Aisha, you see her understanding? When the Prophet said that thing, she made the question. She said, how are you saying this? When the Quran says this, then the Prophet explained properly. So, hisab things are, you know, easy hisab. No doubt really, if Allah questions the people, who is there in the world who can answer Allah's question? You know, do we really have done enough for what he has given to us? In the eye, the ear, the hearing, the hands, whatever he has given. Do you have anything to thank him? You can't thank him. You know, the ulama used to say, you have to thank for him that he made you to thank him. So let's, even his, your thanking is a favor. So how, how can you thank him? When I say, oh Allah, you know, I thank you, this saying itself is favor from him. 
So now we have to have thank him for this favor. When I thank him for that favor, that also favor from him. So before you can thank him for your eye and the ear, you keep think, thanking only for, for his guidance to you. That you, you thank him. You can't thank him. Nothing. If you ask you, then no way. And also it has been explained one of the hadiths of the Prophet that you know, Allah will say to one of the person that you know, I'm making you to enter into paradise because of my favor. So he must have done a lot of good deeds, he said. But where are my deeds? I did, you know, so many years, 80, 70 years spent in good deeds and uh, just favor. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask and command an angel, you know, pass him by, by the fire of hell. And the angel will pass by the fire of hell and this person will feel so thirsty. Then uh, on the way, there an angel will be selling water. That who is buying one glass of water for the good deeds and ibadah of whole life. This person, I've got, I worship our God for whole life. Give me water, I'm so thirsty. And he will give the water and drink. Allah will say to him, don't you see? You, all your ibadah of the whole life is not even equal to one glass of water. What you can see really, it's all favor of Allah And Allah and the Prophet said that nobody will enter into paradise with their actions, except with Allah's favor. The people said, even you, he said, even me. Except Allah covers me with his favor. Nobody enter, you know, it's impossible. But Allah favor are connected with Iman and Amal. People will enter into paradise with the favor of Allah, but the favor itself is connected with what? With Iman and Amal. If you have Iman and Amal, then favor will come to you. If you don't have Iman and Amal, then the favor will not come upon you. Understand this properly. No doubt, we enter paradise because of the favor of Allah but the favor itself is connected with the Iman and Amal Salih, right actions. And you know, people there are so many things by, by the people of early uh, people about, about the Hisab. I, you know, I have to be quick in short. Umar Khattab used to say, Hasibu an Fusakum Kabla an Tuhasabu. Make your own judgment before you are judged. I mean, think every day. That since the morning until evening, what you have done. You know, make yourself accountable to yourself because you are going to be made accountable in the day of judgment. And make your actions true and with honesty before you are going to be asked what you have done truly, whatever your true actions. Before that, do yourself. And weigh your actions before you are weighed, before you are measured, measure your actions. If you do here, it will make your hisab tomorrow easier. And beautify yourself. For the bigger offering, when you are going to offer toward your Lord, the day when you are presented to your Lord, and nothing can remain hidden. You can't hide anything. In this world, if anybody asks to question me many things, I can hide. But that day, people have no power to hide anything. Hiding is gone. Hassan Basri says, Easiest people in the hisab, in the day of judgment, are those who do their hisab in this world before coming to that world. Do here. If people do, do here, things will be easier. So no doubt really. You know, it is very, very important thing. And then the Quran said, And this person will turn away to his family, his wife and children happily. You know, this how really is it? You know, in this world, you know, if you are, you know, sitting for an exam and you get the best result, how happy you turn to your family. Everybody is congratulating, everybody happy, celebrating, all those things. 
But imagine if you get a result in your hand and very bad you have failed, what will happen? Are you going to celebrate? Are you going to be happy? Very, very sad. And many people commit suicide really. They cannot bear the sadness, they commit suicide. This is the real success. In this world, whatever success you get, you can see many people celebrate, but they also cry after a while. Every celebration is followed by cry. In this world, no celebration is pure. But in that world, when people are enjoying the life, they are celebrating, people got the book in the right hand, all celebration. Nothing actually, nothing can, nothing can corrupt the celebration. The Quran says, He will turn to his family happily. This is real success, really. Can there be any reward for that? When a messenger comes to you to teach you this success, can you reward him? Just think really how much favor the Prophet Muhammad has done upon you. He has taught you a path where you get a success where you never have failure. Even in this world, if you get a tutor who will help you to pass exam and get the best result, you and your family become too grateful to him. And they say, you know, it is all your favor because of you, my son has done, you know, achieved this thing. So you give something, you know, uh, uh, for the tutor, you have been paying him money anyway, but you give more than that. You know, look actually, who has, who has made you to succeed? This success? The Prophet Do we thank him? Do we remember him? How much he has done? And then after that, all this ulama, these ulama, Imam Hanifa, Malik and Shafi, and the companions, and all the right people, how much help they have done to explain things for you. So you can get the right book in your right hand. I remember one of there was a pious person in India, Maulana Yaqub Mujaddadi. Most many people don't know, but he really in, in his time, you know, in, in Bhopal, in, in the late 20th century, he was very, very famous. And even people like Shaykhullah Abur Sanadvi, everybody used to go. And very, very wise person, very, very pious person, pure person. So he said that once, you know, somebody came to me and I taught him nice things about Allah, his name and all those things. He was a rich person, so he said to me he wants to offer me something. It must be money or something, he wants to offer something. So can I, he said to me, can I offer you something? So I said to him, if you can offer me something more precious than what I have given to you, then do. You know, if you offer me something better than what I have given to you, then do it. Is there anything better than that? If you teach anybody, la ilaha illallah, if you teach somebody one surah of the Quran, can anybody in the world reward you? Can they pay by, by, you back? The, you know, it is paradise, it is par, you know, price. Nobody can pay you. This, uh, imagine, this uh, Quran is saying, ila ahli masura. But on the other hand, man As far as the people who have been given their book behind their back. In some verses comes, the people who have been given their book in the left hand. But both are the same thing. Because these people, their hand will be put, you know, maybe right hand already actually tied with the neck anyway, and the left hand somewhere, you know, put in the back. And an angel will come from behind and put his back. Because he, he, angel does not spend, he does not want to see their, his face. So these people will be given their book from the behind in the left hand, from the behind the back. So the hand will be like that, angel will draw the book and move. How bad really is it? And just don't even want to see your face. You know, think really how ugly the people will be there. How bad, you know, people don't understand really. In this world, whatever beauty people have got, it is not, you know, the best beauty. In this world, whatever people have got, whatever ugly face people have got, it is not the ugliest face. But in that world, you know, the people's beauty will be amazing. Really. Nobody can understand the beauty. And that beauty will not coming from the skin cloth of this, this earth. It is from the good deeds. People, good deeds, faces are shining. And the really, you know, amazing thing. 
and people with the bad deeds ugly faces. People don't like to look at them and just will run away from them. They don't want to spend any time with them. Even their book will be given to them from the back. They don't want to see their face. وَرَا ظَهْرِهِ فَسَوْفَ يَدْعُوا ثُبُورًا As soon as he gets this book, he knows. You know, the way it has been given to him, he knows. Because when you receive, welcome people, the way you give them a reward is different from the way that you, you, you give him, you know, a command for him, for punishment or imprisonment, it's different. He will know from all things that what happening. فَسَوْفَ يَدْعُوا ثُبُورًا He will call, oh, I'm, I'm gone, I'm, dist- I'm destroyed. And the Quran also says in Surah Al-Furqan, if you look in the verse, uh, in, now we don't have time to go in Surah Al-Furqan, in verse number 13 and 14, people will say, Ya Thubura, oh, I'm gone. Allah will say, La tad'u al-yawm al-thubura wahida. Don't say thuburan once. You are disturbed not once. Walakin ud'u thuburan kathira, many, many times. Now you have to keep saying this word again, again. It's not going to end. It is not one loss. Loss after the losses. You are not going to, to get, gain anything. Walakin ud'u thuburan kathira. Then Quran says, It is not enough. Book in the left hand from the back. Person is crying and saying, I'm gone, I'm destroyed, I'm lost, I'm loser. But in, you say loser, it is not enough. And he will be thrown in the fire of a burning, in the fire of a burning flame, in the fire of a We hope you enjoyed today's lecture and pray that it will be beneficial to you. Remember to tune in for the next one. For more insightful content in full HD quality on tafsir and other Islamic sciences such as hadith, fiqh, Arabic prose, grammar and morphology, as well as Islamic history, female scholarship and much much more, subscribe to our unique streaming platform on www.deepdeen.tv. Don't forget to visit www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org org and show your support please click on the donate button and give whatever you can our institution is dependent on the generosity of people like yourself